This podcast contains explicit content. begin the show by starting it hardly focused this podcast is hardly focused ron are you paying attention nope dissecting the news one tangent at a time when there's nothing left to burn you have to set yourself on fire Jack Gill, Mike Terrara, we're hardly focused. This is the first podcast under the name Hardly Focused, uh, formerly known as Talk Radio Meltdown. And I'll start off by saying we should start taking bets as to how long it'll be before I fuck up the name and call it Talk Radio Meltdown. Oh, 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 I didn't even, you didn't even finish the bet. Three minutes. Three Three minutes. minutes. Okay. By the next break. Oh, all the clearly during clearly. the next segment, we'll uh, we'll we'll see, and likely I'll have it. <laughs> I'll fuck up by then. Uh, you can get us at hardlyfocused.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, as you know, uh, everywhere is pretty much shut down now, and most folks are imposing self quarantines. And uh, Mike and I. And this is this is a first in the ten plus years that we've been doing podcasting. Uh, we never did this with Talk Radio Meltdown, and uh, with this first episode of Hardly Focused, or technically the four hundred fifty first episode of our podcast. Uh, ew. Ew. Uh, we're in separate studios. I am in my own studio by myself, and Mike is at home with in my own studio by myself. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean you've got. You've got your own fancy recording equipment over there? I, I do. I do. <laughs> so it's not just a phone call in through Skype. No. Um, we are doing uh, what I'm calling our own mostly mediocre impression of the Kevin and Bean show. Uh, I am in uh, Los Angeles and Mike is in uh, either Seattle or New Orleans. Okay. Um, when do we get canceled abruptly? <laughs> Uh, let's see. All I know let's give it 10 is minutes. that people treating us like like this is a privilege that we're honored to have and it can take away at any moment. I don't appreciate that, okay? Yeah, uh, that is a reference I mean, to the long haul. What we talked about during the last episode, uh, Kevin Ryder getting... That'd be, that'd be a throwback. Uh, getting uh, fired from K-Rock in Los Angeles and lashing out at management when they let him go on air to say farewell, uh, which uh, appropriately, that was the way to go. Absolutely. Guns a-blazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm... Just not literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. In this day and age. Uh, no more school shootings. Yay. <laughs> I'm actually really proud of the audio quality. Yeah. Yeah, uh, listening, uh, not well, now it's going to sound a certain way to me, 
quote unquote because live. you literally are an audio anal file i am and uh then everything's going to get processed and then it, uh it's going to sound largely like we're in the same room all mike needs is an actual stand to put his microphone on yeah that's that's the only difference a mic stand and ma and a pop screen are you uh I don't have any pantyhose to put it over, so I don't know. Well, how uh, how comfortable are you just sitting there holding the mic? Uh, for now, it's pretty good. It's a big black dick in my hand, so I don't really care. <laughs> That's what I call. I I, I hooked up the uh, Rode Procaster again because I've uh, you know I'm stuck in this room now pretty much all day every day because I, I work out of this room too, and uh, I've had your ass must be getting a workout in that chair. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, it's numb. I can't stand up. Pins and needles. Pins and needles. I've had microphone OCD, so I've swapped out this mic uh, about a dozen times, and I finally decided, fuck it, we're we're sticking with the uh, the Rode Procaster. So, um, not only that, not only that, the fact that after we did this little test uh, was a couple days ago, you realized that you were using the webcam mic. Instead of your very expensive microphone for all of your your meetings at work, and you were sounding so tinny, and you thought you were such a badass. Well, I'm also like, <laughs> you know, muting. You know, I, I I I mute the microphone when I'm not using it. Now these apps like Zoom and and Hangouts and whatnot, and and we're we're doing this over Google Hangouts uh, for as long as we have it. But all these apps have like, you know, a, a mute button right on the app. And then I have on my board, basically every channel has a kill switch. So I just, I just mute my mic through the board. Now, if it's routing through the camera and not the board, uh, you put a mute on nothing. So, and then I could be sitting here talking shit about people on the meeting that I'm on and they'll probably hear me. And this isn't the first time this has happened because like a, a year and a half ago, I'm on a, I'm on a call that i had to do every day and i'm sitting in the studio and i thought that the audio was routing through the board and it wasn't it was routing through the camera and i sneezed and i thought i was muted and someone on the other end said hey, god bless you and i fucking panicked because i had no idea like how the hell did you hear that no i'm muted <laughs> i am in your room i'm in your house uh, so to to get these uh, procasters to to sound uh, proper for my standards anyway, I had to crank the gain on the mic channels all the way up. Now Mike learned yes. the hard way <laughs> when we were road testing his studio and he set it up and we were, uh, which by the way, that was a really easy setup for you. Oh my God, it's so easy. I was like, this is going to be so complicated. How long is it going to take? Yeah. Plug, 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 done. Yep. It was mostly All just we had to do was fiddle some knobs, <laughs> fiddle some knobs. Yeah. Most of like the hour and a half that we were on that call was just you just tweaking the, the little things, tweaking your or little thing out. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, you know, I, I told you to check the gain on your microphone and you learned what happens when you turn the gain up. Yeah. And then, uh, just imagine if you had that gain turned up too. Imagine if I had, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of gain goes a long way on this board on my side holy shit yeah <laughs> so if it's uh, the audio's process it's not going to sound horrible it like it's going to be like it's not going to blow your ears out but it's going to very clearly sound distorted and 
One of these things is not like the other. You're barely going to be able to make anything out. So, uh, yeah, I am really happy that we got this set up as quickly as we did. For our uh, first uh, episode under the name Hardly Focused. Um, so quickly, I'll go over this, and this will be the only time I'm going to give this a uh, full rundown here. So No, he's uh, not. He's going to do it like three more times. So the uh, podcast formerly known as Talk Radio Meltdown, now known as Hardly Focused. Uh, this is uh, technically, again, this is the first episode as Hardly Focused, but we're not resetting our episode count that we started in 2009. So this is episode 451. Um, what we're going to be doing is we have two podcast feeds going right now. We've got the established Talk Radio Meltdown feed with with all half dozen of our subscribers. And then we've got our new hardly focused podcast feed with our one brand new subscriber yes me and we will post episodes between now and episode 460 to both feeds that way if you are uh, still following us at uh, talkradiomeltdown.com this will be your opportunity to switch over to the hardly fo- the hardly focused podcast feed <laughs> Now, I fucked up saying the name. I didn't accidentally call it Talk Radio Mountain. I was, that's, that's, yeah. that's step one. It's a baby step. We're getting close. Two more, two more fuck ups and you're going to go straight into PRN. <laughs> so between uh, this episode and episode 460, uh, we will continue to post these on uh, TalkRadioMeltdown.com on that specific uh, podcast feed as well as uh, HardlyFocused.com. Uh, and then at some point, I'm going to try to set up the Talk Radio Meltdown feed to redirect so the hardly focus, the hardly focus feed. Wow, I gotta pick a better name. <laughs> How about Junior Seau? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to find a way to redirect the old feed to the new feed, and okay. without without breaking everything. But in doing that, we'll be able to retain the people who have subscribed to that feed without losing anyone. So. Um, yeah, no, this is, uh, a little fanfare, little fanfare, but, uh, the, the big thing though, is that this timed out the way that everything timed out, we were able to, uh, post this episode on the 11 year anniversary of us doing a podcast together. Oh my God. I've known you for that long. Yeah. How weird is that? God, I remember sitting in my parents' basement. Uh, and, and recording that first episode of Talk Radio Meltdown. And yeah, so, back when you were like some wiry 130 pound. Not even. <laughs> not even 130 pounds. Wow. That was me when I was starting to to look rotund. <laughs> that was like, uh, you know, maybe like, oh God, like two years into the, uh, you know, the office job that I have now when it was finally starting to take effect. That's around the time I started working like normal hours, uh, like an actual like nine to five shift. And when you could actually start eating normal food at normal regular intervals, you're like, oh, yep. this is what near starvation doesn't feel like anymore. Yeah, it took a couple of years of, of working that gig before the uh, the freshman 15 were <laughs> were put on. Um, but yeah, I've got the freshman 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm. Uh, Rocking the radio bod. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. You know what? I think this staying home and uh, 
not being tempted to now like when i'm at the office we have a cafe right in the right in our building so like i go there every day for lunch um and you know it's not like unless i get like salad it's not going to be the healthiest being at home at least i'm tempted to eat a little healthier because i'm not like like everything i have I like, around here i is, like that small, small small pause a little healthier yeah yeah it's 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 not, not as, entirely just a little bit well it's not as easy these days to to go out and get food so there's that well that's your fault for not stocking up on 40 boxes of little debbie okay just saying i'll tell you what i have stocked up on though and kate my darling wife just hates me paper towels yeah yeah i got uh uh so i had to that's go to the one thing i didn't stock up on and i know i'm like shit i'm gonna so pick up a, a roll and i hope everything calms down in a couple of weeks when i can actually go back out and pick another bulk pack up uh well we'll cover this a little bit later on but uh whole foods today i was actually surprised they had their whole foods brand quote-unquote organic paper towels but they had them in stock organic paper towels get the fuck out of here they're their seventh generation brand as it's called oh my god um but so like god was this i think this is here last week or two weeks ago uh i drove to three different stores and couldn't find paper towels and we actually needed paper towels this wasn't like a, a you know a bout of panic buying this was i literally needed paper towels and i need to pick up my dog's shit right now and i'm not using my hands the fourth store that i went to staples <laughs> yes <laughs> i've seen a couple people on the local facebook boards Mm -hmm. They've posted and you see an entirely fully stocked staples aisle and people are like, Hey, guess what? <laughs> it's here. Like, yep. Yeah, I know. And no one ever goes to staples for that shit. Yep. So walk by to get to the paper. So I, uh, yeah. Cause you know, they, they have like, you know, they, they consider it to be office supplies. So. Oh, that's for like small business. Like if you're a small business, they want in there. I mean, they didn't used to have it back in the day, but it's smart. If they want you to go to Staples for every single possible thing that you might need. Yep. And uh, one stop. Yep. So I uh, picked up my paper towels and then decided that like I was going to look like a total dick if I went into Staples and only went in for the paper towels. Oh, so go in and be a dick. Who cares? I, I, I just in all good conscience can't do that. So I ended up Oh, you fucking pussy. What did you get instead? A, Another toner cartridge? Like a tool bag? Uh, a $60 laptop stand. <laughs> what the fuck? A 6 Why do you fucking need a $60 laptop stand? Hey, it's actually you, it, you fucking paper towels. It, it's actually made things easy for for work because I'm just using my laptop and now I'm not hunched over at my desk. It's actually propped up and my neck isn't killing me as much as it was before i um, hope the guy to using a separate uh keyboard not the laptop keyboard at that point uh, i actually like the laptop keyboard what you fucking you are so fucking weird yeah i don't know the i like that laptop key keyboard Get the fuck out of here with the laptop keyboard after it's propped up look no it, wonder no wonder why we have people six people on the, the podcast feed they're like this <laughs> asshole i'm not gonna listen to this guy who uses a, a laptop keyboard after it's mounted up Get the hell out of here look if i didn't spend thousands of dollars building up a you know a home studio and set it up to be a studio then i'd have like a home office i'd have the most bomb ass looking home office and then i would have the dock and the keyboard and the monitors for my laptop i would be smart but you see i'm not smart you are so smart smrt yep so uh 
I got that, and then I managed to actually get a um, uh, a shipment of brawny paper towels yesterday, and, and Kate was pissed. Kate was pissed because now we have so many paper towels. <laughs> I mean, I guess the good thing is they don't go bad. No, they don't. And uh, toilet paper, too. Uh, she tells me today that even though we have an unopened uh, uh, pack... Uh, she tells me, she's like, hey, my dad just sexed me and said that they have tons of toilet paper at Walmart. I'm like, get some. We need it. She's like, we don't need it. I'm like, no, we need it. You know why? Because I am not going to keep going to different stores and just seeing the empty shelves. I'm not doing this to, to hoard so much as I am to just like have it. Not so deal I with it. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about this in, in two months when we're still dealing with this shit and there's still nothing on the shelves. I deal with it seasonally. Cause I go to BJ's and I just get the large, the huge fucking like 86 roll pack, yeah. whatever it is, 36 rolls of the mega rolls. And so luckily like it was right, right before the panic started to set in. And I'm like, uh, we're out of toilet paper. We need toilet paper. So we went out, bought one like we normally do. And we're good for another three to six months, however long it takes, however much ass we blow out in the back end. Yep. But we're not going to be going through like, oh, I bought my four rolls. I'm good for another day because I eat Taco Bell every day. Oh, I got my bidet coming at some point too between now and December. Oh my God. I've seen so many bidet. Like Kohler is like, hey, for a hundred bucks, for a hundred bucks, order it. We'll ship it right to your, your house. There you go. Yeah. I got the. Well, and they're like, warm water, warm water, and warm air, warm air. Oh, uh, now see, I, I'm a cheap ass. I went for the. Um, the hose kind, but oh yeah, oh yeah. But there's no temperature control on the on the. Uh, no, water. that is straight up cold water up your ass. Yeah, but hey, get, it fucking works. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, now my only concern is I I buy the um, they're like the Clorox uh, uh pucks that you put in the bowl or in the in the tank and it's like that's, that's a different part of the feed. You're good. You're good. Okay. You're, you're not going to get a blue ass. <laughs> it's not going to look like Papa Smurf ate your asshole, okay? Well, no, I buy the good. I I I don't like having the blue water, so I specifically get the white ones, but I was really looking forward to having that porn star bleached asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you got to bleach your asshole the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Look, I got a uh, I got people on OnlyFans that are going to pay me a pretty penny for my uh what I have to offer. So <laughs> Anal fissures for days. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No one can see our camera. Mike is just shaking his head. Uh, yeah, we're not doing the video this time, but yeah, there's a, it is a serious amount of head shaking right there. Homer, Mr. Burns can't see you winking. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's uh, part one of our coronavirus talk. And uh, later on in this episode, we will talk about more, including my trip to the supermarket. Oh my god, you're so <laughs> we're so fucking pedestrian now. We're gonna talk about our supermarket trip. This is called compelling radio. All right, we will return and we will talk about uh a national treasure from Canada named Alex Trebek. Oh, I thought you were gonna like let uh, like not every see that's what you should have done. You should be like a national treasure from Canada, dot dot dot. Let's find out after the break. Oh, well, I just Terrible Thanks radio. for screwing it up there, Jack. Yeah. Uh, right, we, can edit, we, can, we can edit it in post. We can do this in post. You're going to need to do it in post. Can't do it live. Do your mom in post. She's a nice lady. <laughs> She's a saint. All right. We'll be back. This 
is hardly focused. We have a whole segment dedicated to that. Don't you worry. Yeah, this is so weird. <laughs> I just feel like I'm just, used to it. I just feel like I'm talking to myself. I mean, I know you're uh, here. If, if I didn't have the uh, the actual like uh, like the vid the video at all, would it be even freakier? Oh, all I can see now is the palm of your hand. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's just it's just odd because I've never done this before, sitting in the studio. We're not just meeting me. anybody that you're talking to. Yeah. Now, you know, what's helped is for the last, you know, few weeks now, because I've been in this room working, I have to do uh, conference calls, uh, you know, daily. So now, do you do video conference or do you only do audio conference? Uh, we have to. We actually uh, have to do video. And really? Uh, and, and because the reason behind so that they know you're paying attention. Uh, we, we have a uh, not so new guy in charge now who's a. Uh, uh, big proponents of working remote but to work remote if you're going to be on uh you know these conference calls you have to have a webcam so uh it was pointed out to him that none of the uh you know uh laptops that we were issued uh, like have a year or two ago have cameras so uh that was good leverage to get slightly better laptops that actually have cameras in them <laughs> So that was, that was nice. how many laptops did you guys have to junk for that oh like, god not um so it was only given to the uh the the, management the, yeah the management folk like myself and uh the i actually found out that there is a, a new intern that they brought on that that sits next to me in the office that i haven't been to in almost a month now and uh she actually got my old laptop because there was uh <laughs> the residue of a sticker that i had on the case and someone pointed it out so don't look in my oh, files. That's a band that was existing for like 1991 and 1992 that did one album that went like nowhere. And then it just, you know, the band just decided to implode. And Jack loves that band. And he's got a tattoo of him. Yeah, you're right. I did play the Stone Roses coming out of that break. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. So uh, Alex Trebek, uh, still around, still kicking. Have you seen like what he looks like uh, lately? Yes, uh, he he definitely looks. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't watch it religiously, but uh, I did see a couple of the the, turn, the Ultimate Champion or whatever it was. Yeah, um, he did seem a little bit more over makeuped. Yes, yeah, his. yeah. They're, they're like they're trying too hard to make him not look sickly. Yeah, and he's wearing a, a like a, a white haired wig now too for obvious reasons because he's uh you know been undergoing chemotherapy now for about because he's got the legit cancer yeah he's got he's uh it's what like stage four pancreatic cancer yeah the stuff that no one ever lives from but he's going to be like somehow defying the odds and be like yeah whatever it's cool i'm canadian i can handle it <laughs> um yeah he's they're they're trying to make him up to look as much like alex trebek as possible um, and the, the, now I don't know if he ever did this historically on Jeopardy and granted he's like what in his eighties now or close to it. Um, I thought, isn't he like 78? Yeah. He's either, Mark? he's either like on the cusp of 80 or he's, I mean, he's uh, old enough to get colonial pen life insurance. Oh, well, I mean, if it's not him, it's, it's what's his name from law and order, Sam Waterston. Oh yeah. It's always Alex Trebek with me for, uh, that life insurance yep uh 79 
79. I'll, I'll, all right. You said 80. I said 78. We're going to split the difference. We're good. He's at the... Um, uh, he's at the point now where he's actually sitting during most of Jeopardy. Uh, I, I mean, I, dude, if you go through, I mean, not that I've experienced uh, any, hopefully ever, uh, chemotherapy, yeah. but it drains you. Oh yeah. Oh, you're yeah. not walking. You're not. You're not doing handstands out of the chemotherapy treatments <laughs> as, as much as uh, some people would, you know, like to tell you. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, Don't sugarcoat it. You're feeling like shit. So on a uh, recent episode of Jeopardy, and you know they're they're right now plowing through what episodes they have filmed uh, before they run out because literally every television series has been put on hold. Um, oh yeah, it's, it's the, yeah. My wife was talking about that, and she's like, "What? At what point do we literally stop getting new episodes of anything?" Well, so now uh, this is me uh, for the first time ever in in the history of my existence revoking my man card. Uh, but I, I, okay, I, okay. I I've seen First every episode. Ever. I've seen every episode of Grey's Anatomy, and I watch it every week. It's a terrible show, yeah. but at this point, I'm too far invested to to give up. And uh, they announced that they are the first uh, television production to just decide that they are ending this season uh, with the last episode that they had filmed. They actually had like four oh. episodes left, and. Uh, they're not to film and they're not going to film them now because the you know production everywhere has been halted so that pretty much means that this season's going to end like just probably randomly and abruptly even even better that's like that's an uh, it's an unexpected cliffhanger yeah yeah pretty much i mean the the episode that just played they could have just uh you know ended with that that would have been a really good cliffhanger to keep you waiting until whenever they can come back but yeah that's uh uh that's what's going to start happening. And then shows like, uh, you know, Jeopardy and the other game shows that play at dinner time. Uh, those are, uh, we're going to have to just watch reruns. Well, well the, the question is like kind of how we've adapted, uh, bear grill styles, right? Mm -hmm. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Yep. Um, I wonder if maybe not with, uh, pancreatic cancer man, but maybe some other shows that are lightly, oriented with you know casting right take out obviously you got to take out the live audience keep it like that but if, if they can somehow remote you know the contestants right um not so much as game shows but the late night shows are all starting to come back uh oh yeah they're all doing it like out of their basements yeah they're like hey 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 you guys do what we can do all right uh, all right yeah see, nbc pick us up see what happened is like uh, a week or two ago conan o'brien said his show is going to be coming back soon and he was going to be just doing the entire thing from his iphone and he was going to be facetiming his uh, celebrity guest and uh, the other shows followed suit so fallon and colbert are coming back uh this coming week i believe i mean it in all honesty with the technology that people have in the palm of their hand it can get away with it oh yeah i i remember in i think it was 2010 uh gorillas released uh and uh, it was a mostly instrumental album that uh damon albarn recorded entirely on his ipad during the tour that they were on to support uh plastic beach and uh it was a big marvel at that time because no one I think like no major label band had 
ever tried it yeah recorded and released an album that was entirely done on a on a device on a like a tablet and even then the ipad was like brand new at the time oh yeah so it was it was unprecedented and then now you know fucking anyone can do anyone can do anything even podcasting that was the other thing too when i was at staples buying my uh my my 60 dollar roll of paper towels um they had like now staples does this thing where they they actually have uh in their stores it's like a concept but they actually have like podcast booths it's called staples connect uh they have one in uh i think brighton or or i think it's in newton i can't remember but uh they have a, a few of them and you can actually it's kind of like how you can go to guitar center and take music lessons you can go to staples and record your podcast now and uh, they also had like uh you know uh, accessories for doing your own podcast so they actually had like a microphone and a really bare bones board and uh like camera stands and i'm just looking at the shit i'm like where the fuck was all this in 2009 when I was just dropping ridiculous amounts of money to build a studio? Well, you should have talked to Staples and gotten that million dollar offer to build these studios for them. And Staples what? at the time, they probably would have been like, yeah, podcasting, I'll never take off. <laughs> just remember a Hillman saying to me last year when I, uh, when I, when I saw him last year, he was like, I gotta tell you, guy, you're on top of the podcasting thing before everybody else. To which I said, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I knew it was going to be a big deal. Uh, Alex Trebek, uh, according to page6.com. Hey, see? We're hardly focused. There we yeah. go. There we go. We brought it all the way back around. We're we good. did it. We did it. Uh, according to page6.com, uh, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek delighted viewers with his deadpan uh, recital of lyrics from Lizzo's smash song, Truth Hurts. It says, under the category of lyrics of today, the 79-year-old intoned... Well, actually, I got the audio right here. Uh, so here's uh, Alex Trebek on Jeopardy singing the musical stylings of Lizzo. Uh, she's the one with the huge ass, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, she's a bigger girl, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, here we go. Here's Alex Trebek. Her new man on the Minnesota Vikings, Truth Hurts, needed something more exciting. Bum bum be dumb, be dumb bum bay. Kevin, who is Lizzo? <laughs> yep, and I did it exactly like she does, didn't I? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Priceless. It's like when the old, the old white guy reads rap lyrics. It's just so, uh, <laughs> like when Mike Gerrara reads lap, rap rap yes. lyrics. Oh, I, I do it like a white guy. Yeah. Bum bum be dumb, be dumb bum bay. <laughs> oh wow. Oh Lizzo. God, he sounds like a Poochie from The Simpsons. Uh, so there you I was, go. I was hoping it would be a different part of the truth hurts. I think that was the best part you could do. What? Well, I also have never heard the song before. I oh. that's my only. Uh, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100 percent that bitch. Oh, that even when good. I'm crying crazy. <laughs> okay, that would have been good. That would have been really good. Bum bum be dumb be dumb bum bay. I hope you they could have had a bad bitch, non-committal, 
help you with your career just a little. Uh, I hope they put that on his uh, his headstone, by the way. The Lizzo lyrics. Oh, my God. It's it's his ability to have that gravitas with anything he says. And it just works. Now, I wonder if he's like Ron Burgundy and he just kind of like reads from the teleprompter. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to think he's, he's Canadian. He's a bit more professional than that. Because he's definitely getting to the uh, he's definitely getting to the point now where like the questions are just going to come out of left field. Uh, you know, I remember like in like what, 2005, it was a really big deal that one of the questions, one of the Jeopardy questions was uh, World of Warcraft. And the question, oh my God, and now there's like, like fucking all like video game is the entire category. Well, the question actually even mentioned Leroy Jenkins too. <laughs> and I wonder if at the time, like anyone like briefed him on what the context of the question was. Now, did he say... Leroy Jenkins? Yeah. Did you say it, it, it's Lee like Roy Jenkins? No, he should have screamed it. <laughs> he should have screamed it and he didn't. Leroy Jenkins! Uh, fun fact. First yes. episode of Talk Radio Meltdown, April 1st, 2009. Uh, we talked about Leroy Jenkins because Kate didn't know what that was. Wow. Wow, comes around full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I had actually considered uh, either for episode 450 or for this episode because it's April 1st. Um, like like the full audio of the Leroy Jenkins episode, like, experience? or Well, no, looking at like all the topics that we discussed from that first episode of Talk Radio Meltdown and just Holy like shit. doing like new discussion on those topics. Because I think, you know, everything... New discussion on the amount of cheeseburgers that Kate can fit in her vagina. (laughs) Everything that was really topical in 2009. Because I think we also talked about the configure virus, which was supposed to cripple the internet. And it didn't. Uh, uh, No, not not at all. Uh, Not not like the current virus. You know, we can talk about a different kind of virus. Also worth noting that the first episode we're doing is hardly focused. We have to be... Because of the way things are, we have to do it remote which is uh, quite unusual. Uh, quickly from uh, Channel 5 here in good old Boston. Here, here we go from WCV, uh, WCVB. The Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority removed one of its orange line trains from service this past Friday after a person reportedly licked it. <laughs> did, they ex- did they explain how much was licked? Like, dude, it had to have been like the kid from a Christmas story who puts his tongue on the flagpole. Like, oh, he, no, yeah, oh, well, that goes to sticks. What is that movie? Oh, there's a movie where the guy like takes his tongue and goes down the entire rail of something. Yeah, you're gonna, it, it's gonna become like really painful after a few seconds because you're gonna quickly run out of saliva. And it's, it's, oh, not only that, like, this is an orange line train, man, right. Are you sure it wasn't already laden with coronavirus? I mean, it's any, <laughs> it's any it's of the, the orange of the, line. Yeah. Okay. Where that runs uh, north that of the runs city, to the right? good part of town. No. That's like north of the city, though, right? Or is that south? What the orange line? Yeah. And it goes north to south. North to south. Okay. I'm just yeah. trying to think of because my familiarity. I've only ever needed to take you to the. Uh, 
the purple line, the commuter one, or the uh, green line out of uh, Riverside. I've never had to. I think I took the would take the red line when I lived up closer to uh, Route Two. Yes, um, that would be the red line. Yep. Uh, you're going basically from Melrose through Everett into Boston, oh, down Jesus. to the South End, Brookline, and into Dorchester. Oh my God! So you're on with all the gangbangers and all the old people going to the casino. Yeah, yeah, so you got it ends in JP actually. So you go route right through the back bay and then you go down into Roxbury and then JP, Jamaica Plain. God, there's no better train to lick then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, right through Everett, Medford. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, I God, this is get ready cuz this is just another example of the new normal. The article says the southbound train was taken out of service out of an abundance of caution, according to the train. Oh, my story. God. That, that That is going to be the new phrase. Yeah. An abundance of caution. An abundance of caution. An abundance of caution. Well, I saw a thread on Ask Reddit that was something like, what phrase was uh, cool in 2010 that, you know, isn't cool in 2020? And it was like, you know, people just like saying quotes and shit from, from 10 years ago. And I was thinking like... Imagine 10 years from now, what quote was cool in 2020 that isn't in 2030? And it's going to be like something along the lines of, we'll continue to monitor this situation closely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Out of the safety and concern of the health of our guests. Oh, don't forget the most important quote that's going to be passe in 10 years. What's that? New man on the Minnesota Vikings. Truth hurts. <laughs> Needed something more exciting. Bomb, bomb, beat um, beat um, Bombay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> bomb, bomb, beat um, beat um, Bombay. And I did it exactly like she does, didn't I? All right. Uh, so I found uh, everybody sharing this on Facebook, and I'll share it here. Uh, a musician whose YouTube channel is uh, recording... And that is spelled with a K. Uh, his name is... he's going to riggedy riggedy wreck yourself? His name is Bob E. Kelly. Not Bobby Kelly. No. Uh, Bob E. Kelly. The man looks like a mad scientist. And uh, he recorded a song for his YouTube channel. And uh, I'm going to play it here. Uh... The video is titled, A COVID-19 Admonition. Mind you, it's got some filthy language in it. He swears. Uh, we'll, oh no, better call the FCC. <laughs> we'll play this and we'll come back and talk more about the Rona. Thank you to Chris Franklin for these lyrics. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the fuck at home. And if you have got 12 kids or you're living on your own, lock it down and isolate and stay the fuck at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a hooker's leg, so stay the fuck at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the fuck at home, but I feel fine. I I don't feel sick. I'll go out on my own. How thick are you, you selfish prick? Please just stay the fuck at home. 
From LA through to Berlin, from Wuhan to to Rome. There's people dying every day, so stay the fuck at home. If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype, or phone. We've got the fucking internet, so stay the fuck at home. The only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam. Please help the world get back on track and stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home, stay the fuck at home. Don't you be a fucking dick, please stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. Talk Radio Meltdown is now, now, Hardly Focused. Hardly Focused. Hear more at HardlyFocused.com. I did not, and I'm 100% serious when I say this, I did not intend the music beds in this episode to be the Stone Roses. But that's, uh, that's what that's- it is. That's a hundred percent bullshit. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I did, did not intend for that. I didn't intend to play every single song that I have tattooed on my body. Thank you. Uh, it is Jack and Mike. We're hardly focused. Thanks for checking out our first episode under this name. And you can find us at hardlyfocused.com. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Where wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, happy to say that we're, we're actually on the street. We're actually showing up now on all the uh, all the different podcast services. When we first uh, got on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, people reaching out to me actually saying like, "Hey, you keep saying my favorite podcast app, but I'm not seeing it." And it took a it took a few days, but we're on there now. So whatever Good. app Good. whatever Good. app you use to listen to your uh, your favorite shows, we should be on there. Is hardly focused. So check us out. Uh, this is a, a weird time that we live in because uh, everyone is now basically quarantined. They're all stuck at home. Um, I wouldn't call it stuck. I'm happy being here. Thank God. Yeah, I like waking up mere minutes before I need to be uh, at work. And I, I decide, I've decided that the... And I'm sorry to any of my uh, superiors who are listening to this right now, but I've decided... That the start of my work day is whenever my first meeting of the day is. And that's anywhere between 9 to 11 a.m. So I <laughs> roll out of bed at, at 10 of enough time to get some coffee and uh, sit down behind the shit. computer. Yeah. No, that's after coffee. Okay. Because oh, you got the coffee shits. Yep. Uh, and I've actually like had to uh, delay my appearance at some meetings because in all honesty... I'm on the can. You know what I gotta do? I gotta start, like, I got AirPods. I might as well just take those into the bathroom with me and, and just take a dump while uh while I'm at a meeting. Because someone that I work with, I st- I, I'm 90% certain she was doing that. We were on a meeting, and I heard her in the bathroom because there was the, the echo that you only get from a bathroom. And oh, then, yeah. And then I heard the oh, toilet yeah. flush, and she's like, oh, sorry about that. And I'm like, you were dropping a no, dump, aren't you? No, you're not. <laughs> That's what I got to start doing. But um, so uh, I actually found some good tips for for working from home uh, and realized because I've had the luxury of being able to do this. You and I both actually have the luxuries of being able to do this a couple times a week before uh, things fell apart. Uh, I think you get what, like two days a week where you could take advantage yeah, of it? Normally, yeah. After six months of work, you get two days from home. Nice. So I was usually allowed 
uh, one, but I, I, I would usually try to finagle a second one, but I found out I was doing it all wrong. And of uh, some tips that I read about working from home, those included uh, get dressed, don't spend all day wearing your pajamas. And I can attest that I actually do get dressed as if I'm actually treating it like a casual Friday. You know what you see me wearing Very right now, t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put on like a button up shirt and, and dress pants or whatnot, but I actually do feel a little bit more motivated when I actually uh, put on a fresh change of clothes. Um, second, uh, now this contradicts what I just said. I've done a terrible job at sticking to this, but come up with a schedule that you can stick to uh, daily. Like, decide oh yeah, to oh yeah. If 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 you don't have a schedule, you're completely screwing yourself over. Right. Um, and then third, and this is the one that everybody fucking fails at, and I I need to tell myself, no, don't do those. Don't do this. Don't fall into this routine. Uh, get up, walk around. Uh, like you know, oh, yeah. Once an hour, even if it's just a you know. Go put the dog stretch out your or, ass. Yeah. Just stretch your ass. It is. Not even stretch your legs. Stretch your ass. Your ass conforms and it just gets this swallowing like, bleh. Yeah. I'm in a seat for 12 hours a day. Yeah. It is far too easy to uh, lose track and uh, just not stand up. I, I, I took Cooper for a walk uh, yesterday and I just, I felt... And it was a quick walk. We didn't we didn't go all that far, but just getting out of the house and just walking around for a little bit just it was actually it, it recharged me. So those are those are just some good things to keep in mind uh, because I'm, I'm sure uh, you know those of us who are fortunate enough to still have a job at this you know this point oh, yeah. in the game, um, you know we're all working from home. And yeah, just make sure when you're walking around, you don't walk with hundreds of other people on the same fucking walking trail. Kind of defeats the purpose of staying apart. Yeah, did you see? I think we're we're friends with the same person on on Facebook. I don't know if you saw this, but they live in New Hampshire, and they were driving by a uh, oh my yes trail like trailhead. Yeah, there's a fucking hundred cars at the same trailhead. Yeah, I mean, that kind of what are you doing? Kind of defeats the purpose of uh, social distancing, which is uh, again the other term. That's going to be a term that's not you know that social pop distancing is going to be yep yeah. Social. I remember when social distancing was a thing? Social distancing is to 2020 as alternative facts were to 2016. Oh my god. Okay, in that case put a fucking bullet in my head. <laughs> um yeah, we were uh well, I'll go in this old uh, a little more detail in a bit, but we were at the supermarket today and uh Kate walks up to uh one of the shelves and there was one of the employees stocking said shelf. And excuse me, do you guys have well, this employee all of a sudden like jutted way out of the way and kate goes oh no sorry you're good you're good i'm i'm not trying to get in the way i just need to grab this thing right here and the employee straight up goes i'm actually concerned about social distancing so i'm just gonna stand over here yeah and kate was like oh okay sorry about that chick just goes yeah fuck you those are the kind of people. I, mean, I think it's maybe just the way it was said. Yeah. That way. Yeah. It, hey, look, I'm just trying to stay six feet from everybody. Right. You know, just, if you say that as as an employee, like I'm just trying to stay six feet from yeah. everybody. Yeah. Don't. All right. You don't sound like a condescending douche. Right. That's understandable at that point. Like, don't be a fucking dick about it. Like, I most of a the douche, which you may need to use if you can't get that toilet paper. <laughs> most most people that I've I've seen are uh, are friendly. 
and they're understanding and they're they're okay like they they know they're doing this there's a reason why they're doing all the weird shit that they they're being advised to do and they're fine with it and they're not going to make a stink about it but you are going to see those people every once in a while who uh are, are going to be dicks or they're going to be irrational uh or they're going to you know lick their train car oh god why the orange line <laughs> uh speaking of social distancing now a few weeks ago uh in florida it was spring break and oh yeah the recommendation was don't do it and uh you can guess what happened uh, well a uh, the answer is florida <laughs> yep uh so the answer is always bad and then b the fact that it's spring breakers not exactly the most uh intelligent of the bunch sometimes yep oh they done did it uh, they done done did it yep uh here, here is a minute and some change of audio from Ooh. some spring break goers if i get corona i get corona at the end of the day i'm not gonna let it stop me from partying you know i've been waiting we've been waiting for miami spring break for a while about two months we've had the strip plan two three months so we're just out here having a good time whatever happens happens like it's really messing up with my spring break what is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it it's really messing up. i think they're blowing it way out of proportion i think it's doing way too much doing us bad we need a refund this virus ain't that serious it's serious it's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty and we need to address that yeah i mean we planned this a long time ago and it was kind of up in the air but still go but like we're here i just turned 21 this year so i'm here to party so it's kind of disappointing but we're just making the most of it we met these other people in our little airbnb spot so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes i mean it sucks but we're gonna make the best of it we're enjoying ourselves it sucks and i'm from new orleans so this really sucks however we're gonna enjoy ourselves we having day parties all day it's my birthday st patrick's day turn up so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes Yeah, these are the kind of people that you, you you wish the Rona upon. Uh, I I believe some of them actually got the Rona, oh, right? Oh, they I did. Correct? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it uh, like some of the people that were actually interviewed. Yeah, just just like that, just like that audio. Uh, the <laughs> it went viral. My ears the, got the Rona. The Rona went viral. Uh, the uh, kid who said this. I get Corona. I get Corona. His name is Brady Sluter. And he actually issued a apology on his Instagram page because he was getting so much flack for uh, saying that because it obviously has the connotation of he is not taking it seriously. Well, clearly from that quote, he was not taking it seriously. Right. And, you know, my attitude towards this says that I'm not taking it seriously. And I am taking it seriously in that, you know, I'm staying in the house. I, I, I don't think in the last like week... I've left, I've been out of the house for, I think in total, about an hour. And that was to go to the supermarket and then occasionally to go, uh, you know, pick up food at your, like, you know, a pizza place or like the subway down the street. And that's just going in and out because you can, you can no longer, uh, you know, sit in these restaurants. Because uh, you were going to sit in a subway anyway. I have done it. It gets me out of the house. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just put my I put the AirPods on and I put on a like a podcast or some music and uh, I I tune out the calamity around me. You put on some nice Peter Cetera. That's what you do. Yeah. Who? <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, Brady Sluter uh, termed COVIDiot. Oh, which uh, network news did that one? Uh, I don't think the uh, network news clever enough to oh. come up with that. No, I not think clever that, enough to do the COVIDiot. Yeah, I think that was a uh, that was a product of uh, the Instagrams and the, the oh, Twitters wow. and the what have you. Um, yeah, the uh, folks. Who went on spring break? It's not Dorona. I like Dorona. I like that. Good one. Good job. Uh, they are uh, publicly expressing regret for uh, going uh, to Florida, going on spring break, and then you know being in such big crowds and folks actually walking away from it, testing positive for the for the virus oh yeah so many positives yeah i uh see, and don't forget the uh that b too don't yeah. that b uh positives on that one see again i like i said i seem and, and give off a vibe that i'm not taking it seriously but i that's because you give off that vibe no matter what that is true that is true uh i am taking it seriously i understand the effects of it when i read all the articles about the people who who uh, you know, they're given the firsthand experiences, the firsthand accounts from those who, you know, have the virus and, and show symptoms. And then those who uh, are the doctors, those working on the front lines of, of treating folks who have it. You know, I understand. I read all that and I understand it. And I know it's, you know, going to be a lot worse for someone. The perspective of it is going to be a lot more serious than someone who doesn't have it. And I can say the same thing about the the flu that I had a few weeks ago. I went, I was I was out for the count for two days. I wouldn't wish that shit upon anybody. Are you um, sure it was the flu? You know what? In all honesty, I'm 100% serious. In all honesty, I could have had coronavirus because it was like... Oh, at that, that point, the thing is, the testing has been so sparse. You're like, hey, back in January, I felt like shit. Yeah. And I could have had a mild case. And, I don't know. And that was... Yeah. And that, was, that was back when it was first... Like we knew about it, but it was still largely uh, overseas. I, yeah, it was like if, it seemed like it was like a SARS event. You're like, okay, it's going to come out, and it's going to be 100 people die, and that's going to be it, and it's going to. Yeah, you thought it was only going to be localized to to China, and I was actually calling. Yeah. You, oh, you're going to get that Wuhan flu. Yep. Yeah. I uh, didn't realize the gravitas. Yeah, that Wuhan. Yeah, nothing to fuck with. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I honestly think with just the way it's spreading and the fact that there's no vaccine and you know no cure none of that stuff i honestly think that we're all going to get it at some point it, oh, oh a, a it, thousand percent and that's one yeah. thing that's freaking the fuck out of sarah right now well it's inevitable like you're all going to catch the common that's, flu that's the, that's the problem it yeah. is it is susceptible like the common cold yeah it there's absolutely no fucking treatment Besides, okay, if you're going to get better, you're going to get better. If not, we're going to put you on a goddamn ventilator and hope you don't die. Right. The, now, the stats do show that the folks who, you know, have died, largely the elderly. Uh, yes. I think it's it's more male than females, too. Uh, it's because we generally have shittier health anyway. And it's folks who already had pre-existing conditions that were just exacerbated by 
the symptoms of this virus. Yes, but don't discount. It's not just people that are, you know, at risk. Right. And it's all like, perfectly healthy. 30 year old man dies. You're like, okay, well, shit, it does affect everybody. Yeah. I mean, the only saving grace is that it doesn't have like the flu. You've got that that bell curve where you've got or the the upside down bell curve. Right. Where you've got the, a lot of like young kids can get, are fucked. Right. And then your average average person is okay and then the old people are fucked. This one seems to be different where the young kids are like, "Hey, we're fine. We're extra fine." It's just affecting the old boomers. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget too. I mean, you now this isn't the case in the United States cuz I think the number of uh recovered is on par with the number of those who've died but in china it was something like seventy thousand people recovered whereas like two thousand died oh yeah this yeah well the numbers are all skewed anyway on on our side because we didn't fucking test the other thing too is i saw boston.com run a article about those who have it uh versus you know those who have uh, recovered and all the numbers all said uh unconfirmed they were all unconfirmed cases like wh why even report these numbers if you're just going to say they're unconfirmed uh there's certain things that are kind of unique to covid that they're like yeah we literally can't test right now but everything's pointing to that right it's it's like it's it's like not having an x-ray done and looking at a guy's arm and seeing it's bent in three positions you're like Obviously, I think that's a broken arm. What if it wasn't? I can't confirm it's a broken arm, <laughs> but all of my experience says that the middle of your elbow and your wrist shouldn't have an extra joint in between it. Normally, it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> Unless... Now, there may be a situation that comes up where it's supposed to, but right now, <laughs> I'm going to err on the side of usual usually that's not supposed to happen. So usually all these unconfirmed cases are like, okay, chances are it's COVID, but we just can't test for it right now. Right. Or it's a mild enough case where like we've, we're trying to stockpile a little bit so we can actually test the important cases. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be some strange times indeed. And it's going to be weird. And it's not going to be over before fucking Easter, you dumb shit. No, it's not. I want to... I, I hope we can at least alleviate things. And I'm just being selfish here. Before the end of May, by... <laughs> I guess you've got a concert you want to go to, right? Before Memorial Day. Well, it's not even that. No, I'm I'm going out... Uh, oh, you're going to fucking the West Coast? Yeah, our, our friend Warren. You remember Warren? Uh, the color purple is a foreign concept to him. Uh, His shirt is purple? What the hell? Well, he invited me to his wedding, and, you know, I'll never say no to a trip to California. And uh, now, I don't even know if it's happening. Last I talked to him, he said it was. But, like, you know, if things are still the the, the way they are by, by Memorial Day, then, like, I'm going to be pretty bored out there. It's not going to be too much to do. Just a lot yeah, of... You're going to be able to go to the In-N-Out and take it out. It's in the drive-through. They they, yep. they they have an, uh, you know an impressive drive-through setup though, so that'll be a that'll be a new experience for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just selfish in that. That's record. assuming they don't shut down the airplanes. By then, yeah, they're still going now. But oh, you know, yeah. you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> um, hey, have you seen the flights? The uh, cost of flights. Well, when I booked mine, they were super cheap because this was like like right when everything was starting. So oh they oh that's rock bottom everywhere. Yeah, you can get international flights so fucking cheap right now. Man, I so should've... granted, you're not gonna be able to do shit when you get there. But <laughs> right. oh man, hey, yeah, and you're gonna be quarantined too. 
uh, sir, what are you doing here? Uh, it was 70 bucks to fly to London. I couldn't make it. You mess it up. Uh, quick. Uh, shake the hand of the queen. Oh, go shake the hand of the uh, prime minister because he's uh, tested positive. Yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah that, that fucking moron. Bodies. Went through a goddamn COVID fucking wing of a goddamn hospital pressing the flesh with everybody. You fucking dipshit. That's how any disease gets spread. I mean, except for syphilis. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, I like that. You already uh, had that anyway. I like that the U.S. and U.K. are both currently being run by two blonde-haired buffoons. God. It was interchangeable, pretty much. If only they both follow the same way and get it. Huh? That would be so much be easier. Yeah. Um. So, Kate and I went to Whole Foods today, uh, just, you know, for our weekly grocery shopping. And this is the first, I guess other places have been doing this, but this is the, you know, first time we've seen it at Whole Foods. They actually had the line outside where they were only letting people in, uh, you know, one at a time. I didn't read about, 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 um, grocery stores. I actually read that home Depot was actually limiting to a hundred customers per store yep. or a hundred, hundred people per, I don't know if it was customers or people. Yep. But I, like uh, they were limiting the amount of people in. Yeah. I was like, wow, the home, the home Depot is doing that in the springtime. Ooh, they had, uh, huh. You know, some so they have like the two entrances to the store, but they're the you know locked only, off. They were only using you know one is an entrance and the other is the exit. exit. Oh. Two employees standing at either end, and they got the little clickers, the capacity clickers, whatever you call them. And uh, yep. And uh, now the line went really quick. Um, are, you, but, are, you, are you three? Are you two? Are you three? We can let two in, not three. Sorry. Next, next, next two. Yeah. All right. I got singles. I got enough for anything. <laughs> single riders over here. Um, I got one balcony. Got one balcony. One, one. Just need one. Just need one. Okay. All right. They were pretty lenient with it. Like if there were a couple people standing in line, they would just let them both in. Like they weren't, they weren't going nuts about it. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you two things. One, um, the woman in front of us, I swear to God, like in the entire time we were behind her, she wiped uh down her shopping cart with purell wipes probably three times and then uh she then put on a uh face mask oh my fucking god now they had the the red tape down so you knew where you know the you know oh my god everybody's got i don't know duct tape i gotta say has probably shot up in revenue so suddenly, from their off, like their off-color tapes that no one ever usually buys. Yeah, no, they have used for it. Hey, I need your brightest colored duct tape. You're out of yellow. Give me, I don't know, orange, red, pink, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take. I just need, I just need bright fucking tape. Yeah, and Whole Foods has gone to town on it too, because um, they they have it everywhere. They have it in all the aisles. Um, they have arrows that they made. They're they're pointing you you what direction to go. Like they're actually trying to do like controlled traffic. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this well, one that's fucking smart though, because like if you're trying to do six feet, there's no fucking way you can get up and down in an aisle without losing your six foot. Well, I was actually politely told to uh you know mind the arrows because uh, you know I walk you know in and out of the same set of doors every week we go to the store. So muscle memory, I'm going towards the doors that are now designated as the one way entrance, and that's when I realized, hey got these red arrows on the floor here for a reason my bad um so the woman in front of us i figured it was going to be uh high strung if we were not exactly six feet away from her uh you know much like much like the 
Did you cough on her? Please tell me you coughed no, on her. No, I didn't. No. Uh, much like the uh, employee that Kate ran into made a big deal about social distancing. I thought this lady was going to you know, do that if we got too close to her. Well, she got up to the front door and uh, looked at the, the, you know, the kid that was leading everybody in. She, she made some comment like, I assure you, I'm smiling under this mask. And she was like super cheerful and like super polite. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, huh. That was surprising. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, huh, that was especially for, especially for a Whole Foods customer too. Yeah. I was yeah, expecting like... nothing but the worst. And even with the exception of that one employee, ironically, it was the employee. But everyone else we like we taught we we ran into in the store just like haven't run into a nicer group of people, especially in a Whole Foods. So now maybe she actually did need the mask, but I do have to say there's a lot of people that are wearing masks that don't that need a, a mask. don't know how to wear a mask. Right. And B aren't wearing a mask. They're wearing a mask when they shouldn't be wearing a mask. Like you, you don't wear masks to stop catching it. You wear masks to stop spreading it. Right. Uh, and and it's funny how like there's like ER nurses or like nurses are like this is how you properly wear a mask, and if you do X, Y, and Z, you've now contaminated everything. So you're a fucking idiot. Right. So stop using these goddamn masks and let us have them. Uh, the other part of it, too, is there are people out there who actually absolutely need the masks. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, like yes. the ER doctors. And we're running out. We're getting to the point now where the, uh, you know, the shoe manufacturers are no longer manufacturing shoes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did you see that was a new balance? Yeah. It was even straight up something like we used to make shoes. Now we make masks or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just saw this show up on my Facebook feed. Uh, it looks like it, and now it's obviously not a real, um, you know, uh, definition from a like Merriam-Webster or your run in the mill dictionary. Uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll share it for you, Mike. One sec. Sharing our screens together. Hurry the fuck up. It's dead air. Covidiot. Covidiot. <laughs> Noun. Number one, a stupid person who stubbornly ignores social distancing protocol, thus helping to further spread COVID-19. Mike, would you like to read the quote? Uh, are you seriously going to go visit grandma? Dude, you can't be such a covidiot. <laughs> uh, number two, a stupid person who hoards groceries, needlessly spreading COVID-19 fears and depriving others of vital supplies. Uh, see that guy with 200 toilet paper rolls? What a covidiot. I guess that makes uh, me a covidiot with my, uh, you know, hoarding of <laughs> toilet paper. Well, yeah, that makes you a fucking covidiot. Yeah, but I just, I, I don't want to have, like I said earlier, dude, I don't want to have to worry about going to the store in two months when we're still running through the shortage and uh, not being able to find any any toilet paper. At At this point, after the first three weeks everything is going to normalize in terms of quantity it's it's an unnatural spike in production that they need like they didn't ex expect a a need to spike their their production amounts okay so hey i push out a million rolls of toilet paper every day okay great hey guess what everybody's buying three and a half million rolls of toilet paper a day you're not going to be able to keep up oh shit all the, all the aisles are empty now they just needed to ramp up production and to go 24 hours a day. That's all it is. It's all it is. It's a temporary issue with, with supply and demand. That's all it is. You think at we'll a catch up point at a certain point, every asshole that's grabbing 200 fucking rolls 
is going to stop because they're going to run out of fucking room in their spare bedroom. Right. <laughs> you think? Or they're going to realize that nobody's buying them for fifty bucks a goddamn sheet on fucking uh, eBay. Do you think we're going to catch up at some point? What to uh, the amounts that we need, and everything's going to normalize for the quantities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be. Um, a bigger push with bulk buying. So people are going to do a lot of uh, single purchasing with maybe multiple carts. And they're going to do like, instead of going to like the grocery store like twice a week or, you know, once a week, they may go once every two weeks, once every three weeks. And, you know, but that's it. But realistically. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing. <laughs> the uh, Is it is it Charmin that's coming out with that month roll that they came out with that month roll six months ago? It's like as big as a tire. Oh, I don't. Uh, I have no idea. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, you didn't see that? They have. No. They have actually. You buy it, and they you can buy. You have to buy a special uh, toilet paper holder. It's you can't mount it on the on the wall. It's freestanding, and it it's it. Yeah, it it's hold, it holds a toilet paper roll that is, I think, like sixteen inches, like a fucking pizza pie. Jesus. Yeah, I've seen. It's, I, it's supposed to last. It's one. It says one roll is supposed to last a family of four a month. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I have seen it because I, what you described, I thought was like a joke or a bad Photoshop. That oh, I, I think everybody initially did think it was a joke, and they're like, no, 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 we're fucking selling this. Yeah. Well, I'm starting to see this now, and I'm I'm sharing the screen for you, Mike. I'm I'm seeing these like sponsored Facebook posts come up now. Typically, I see these for like t-shirts and they're really like terrible t-shirt designs from uh well, you fucking buy t-shirts constantly so right but they're from like a retailer that you have never heard of like an online retailer and then when you click on it like it's from like one of those like design your own t-shirt websites uh and the shirts are like 30 dollars for for hot garbage well now you're starting to see it show up for toilet paper and and paper towels and uh, i can only imagine i don't want to click on this because i don't want to uh uh, uh, destroy my computer, but I can only imagine what the markup on this is. Oh my god, yes, and it's it, it is Charmin. Uh, it's called the Charmin Forever Roll. The Forever Roll, okay. Yes, yeah. Debuted about a year ago. So they're, uh, huh? They they were ahead of the game. They knew. They knew it's some a lot uh, Illuminati bullshit. They knew this was going to happen the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, they're like, "Hey guys, you might want to buy this." No, we won't. Yes, yes, you will. It's just so nuts seeing these like pictures of just virtually empty cities, and then I get a strange urge to watch Twenty Eight Days Later, which I did the other night, by the way. Nice. Just Twenty Eight Days, not the whole thing. Uh, I might, I might watch twenty. I might watch weeks at some point. Uh, okay. I was, I opened you're up. Gonna, you're gonna watch weeks later in May when we're still in <laughs> quarantine. I'm gonna watch it exactly twenty eight weeks from now and see where we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, man, it's real, it's real. Yeah. All right, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Hardly Focused, the first under this name. Um, yes, and and the first remote. Yeah. Uh, it, it finally, you know. It finally got to the point, Mike, where it feels like you're actually in the room with me. <laughs> well, if you took your hand out of your pants, it might feel a little bit less. How did you know? Can, can, can Is the camera actually panned down that far? Oh, believe me. I know. I know these things. Well, thank you for uh, hopping on the old Google Hangouts and uh, doing this. I'm glad that the sound quality is good and that everything uh, worked as well as it did. 
Absolutely. I'll take us any day of the week. Yeah, I can't wait to listen back to it and hear how uh, even better it sounds going through my fancy audio processing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode. We will talk at you next time. Say goodbye, Kate. <laughs> that's all we got for you. Bye. Well, that's it. Old friend Duke Seaver standing by. We'll get some coffee. We'll get some matzo ball soup. This podcast is hardly focused. I love the San Antonio Spurs, by the way. If you're betting in the NBA this year, I think they're going to win it all. Get hardly focused on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So I guess there's nothing more to say, but...